my name is Kurt. I have a mother and a father who are still alive, and they've never met. Welcome to It's a Good Day Podcast. We are sisters who love to chat and believe that through Jesus, even the tough seasons are good. We want to share the stories of ordinary people and have some laughs along the way. I'm Delight. I'm the older one. I'm August, and I'm the younger one. You never know what will happen on our show, but we hope you will join us as we find the good in every day. All right, Dad, welcome back. Thank you. Good to be back. I loved your episode last week. It was so fun. Felt like we could just talk and talk and talk. Yep. <laughs> August is here. Um, for those of you just joining us. <laughs> just kidding. I always okay. want to say that. Okay, we're glad you're here. Again. With us. So fun. Um, of course. Well, not of course. But I think I just love like some of your adoption story is of course intriguing to me. And I would love to hear, you mentioned that you met your first mom, birth mom, natural mom. Biological mother. Biological mom. I used to Woman say who gave birth to you. There was a period, right. There was a period of time where I called her the lady that had me. That was, if I had any rejection issue, I don't know why, but there was a period there where it was like, you know, this woman had me, why why would she give me up? Right. You know, it wasn't. Yeah. But it's interesting now because like adoption language now we're kind of learning to n- not say gave me up or mm-hmm. the word that I, li- I like it. And I think some of this whole like using appropriate language for things and politically correct, I can, it can be a little on edge for me. Like right. I'm like, could we all just, chill out you know but i also feel like specific you know being in the adoption world like i also think it some of it does make sense and words matter and like you mentioned that Mm -hmm. on last week's episode like just that the words we speak and the things Mm -hmm. are right we're putting that into the atmosphere you know anyway so we say placed for adoption and i feel like when it comes to your biological mom like that really is very true like she did you mentioned like she made a very intentional decision even to she wanted a you know a mom and a dad and a christian family and those kind of things like she chose to place you you know and i think that it is such a nicer kind of way to say it and i feel like it's like the same with harrison's biological parents like they made that choice like they like I met them I know they they placed him it was out of great love for him not out of not wanting him so anyway right. so you if right. you experienced any rejection there was yeah and, and I, I yeah it was whatever it was was minimal because the reality is I mean just to, uh, to maybe say it another way is she she's she set a trajectory for me mm-hmm towards god and and i i don't know that she even i mean a lot of times we do things we don't even realize yeah you know what what we're actually doing but yeah i mean she definitely sent me in a direction and and uh you know i commend her for for what she did yeah 
um, you, Delight, were there when I met her. Right. Um, you don't remember it, of course, but you were a newborn. But even that, the interesting timing, I was looking for her, so to speak, for um, five years. And I talked to the man. I actually talked to the man that, that made the connection with my parents and said, how would I go about finding her? And, and he said, I, I think I can help you. Do you remember, at, like, in your younger years, yeah, I'd love to go back that yeah. far, to remember, like, do you remember when you first knew and understood that you were adopted? And then do you remember when you first had the desire to know more about your biological parents? Um. I I feel like I always knew um, I, if, if my mom and dad did anything right, they introduced me to the, the fact that I was adopted before I really understood what that was. Mm-hmm. And I actually grew up um, feeling uh, special mm-hmm. um, and... and uh, yeah, it to, in in my mind, I my specialness was uh, that I was chosen, and everybody else got you know they were born where they're born, and that's the way it was. How you boring! Know? So you're right, exactly. Lame. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I bet it also was was easy and just like nice because your other two siblings were also adopted, and so like it was probably just like talked about even more because of that like I, I wouldn't say that it was talked about a lot but when it was talked about it just was very normal you very normal right you were you know you were special right and and yeah it's, so it, it's something about that that was just so right I was it never I don't think it really entered my mind much until right about the time I got married and and maybe it was something that was an increasing curiosity of who is this woman, because um, I know I mean really shortly after mom and I got married, and we lived in Pennsylvania, and actually lived five minutes down the road from the children's home that she would have come to. We went by it okay. every every couple times every week. We drove by it, and so you know it was at that point that it was just growing in me to figured this out talked to uh you know the guy that said he would he would help us out and from time to time i would call him because he you know i wouldn't hear anything from him and and uh, so you know find out all right what's happening and uh at one point i asked him i said you know is, can you tell me anything anything about you know do you know anything more and he said well he said you actually uh we lived in ulysses pennsylvania at the time and he said you actually have uh, uh, an uncle that is a retired mail carrier that lives in, in, in the area where you live. And so all of a sudden that, that it's almost like that ratcheted it up for me realizing that I might be, I might actually see this person. Like your, your mom. No. Oh, this, the uncle. This uncle. Oh, okay. So I'm like, it's a real thing. It's not it, just it, like it's, a concept. Right. It's right. not a concept anymore. And all of a sudden, I'm looking at guys that would be the appropriate age, wondering, 
You know, Mm -hmm. is that this person? The interesting thing is I was actually talking to this uncle on a regular basis. Mom talked to him every single day. Of course she did. (laughs) Because he was, in fact, he wasn't retired. He was, he had, he, (laughs) he was no longer a mail carrier because he was the postmaster. Oh. And, and the postmaster was the, we went and picked up our mail in town every day. Mom would, and she would talk to Harold and they were buddies, you know. Sure. Business buddies, but chat back and forth and all of that. Enough that years later when I found my mom and they told him about me. And he was like, oh, yeah, I remember him. Hang on a second. So if this was years before you actually met her and you knew that he was your uncle because somebody I told you. I didn't know that he was my uncle. I knew that there was an uncle living in that area. You didn't find out until later that it ended up being the same guy. Right. Just that it was him. So okay. I would. So I literally I would talk to Harold from time to time. Fast forward. From there, yeah, from there it would have been four-and-a-half-ish four years. Five years, roughly. Anyway, yeah. it doesn't matter. Till you knew, till you understood that he was... Right. Like, he was your uncle, and you oh. had seen him every day. When you were wondering, the re- the, where is he? All right, here's the time. Crazy. F- the time frame for finding out who he was was another year-and-a-half to two years after I met her. Oh, sure. Okay. Because... When when we figured it out, who he was, I never actually got to see him because he was actually killed in a car accident. Him and his wife and his mother-in-law and one of my aunts, one of his sisters, were all four killed at the wow. same time in a car accident. Wow. And uh, I actually went to his funeral, went down there, went to his funeral, and this is a kind of a neat twist. In the funeral line, I'm meeting his two children that he adopted. And I'm shaking Jody's hand and realizing we know each other. We had spent time together. So these two cousins of mine, I had spent time with them as a teenager at some kind of a youth group function Hmm. multiple times. I have not seen them since. This is this is in the 80s. Right. I haven't seen them since. So they're not like people I had relationship with. But but when right, I saw them in the funeral line, I was like. I remember you. I know you. We're, we're related. Wow. Crazy. Weird. So. Okay. So um, back up. Back up to. You know, so you started wondering. Started looking. pursuing. Yep. And and basically I would call every every three to six months find out anything happening nothing was happening interesting that you had at least that much of a connection because some people are looking literally across the whole country they have no idea you know what i mean like you kind of cool that you had a connection of somebody who could maybe have a connection (laughs) and like were you like your parents just had no clue or like who she was they never met her right like Right. Yeah. They had no no clue. They they wouldn't have had her name anywhere or anything. Right. The closest they ever got to her in proximity that that we would know of is they're parked outside of the hospital. She's in the hospital 
and the baby is being carried, me is being carried out and put in right. their arms. But that's otherwise there's right. no. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah, it's so different than now. How it works now, you know, is such right. a different thing. Right, it is, and and yeah, good, bad, or indifferent. I don't right. know. Right, right, yeah. Um, so, delight, you were born, and two days later. I got a phone call and said, hey, I've found your found your mom, and she has agreed to meet you if you still want to meet her. Yeah, obviously I do. <laughs> and, um, um, you know, do you want me to work out the details? And, yep, do. And so, anyway, back and forth on the farm, on the phone, <laughs> and... <laughs> uh, Words, uh, they're hard sometimes. Words are hard. And I was living on a farm. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the agreement was we would meet in a neutral place. Uh, so we met at a McDonald's and, uh, you know, and then see, you know, see it from there. And uh, was it just her that you met that day? No, it was her and be her, her oldest daughter, my half sister, mm-hmm. uh, Sue. Did the. M- man who was the director come to yep he was he was there so um interesting another detail too i don't know why but i i pictured that this was going to happen i'm going to meet her it's going to be me and mom and grandma that's the picture i had in my mind so grandma meaning normal normal grandma normal so we get the phone call. <laughs> we got a lot of grandmas going on, so we got to be specific. Uh, we get the phone call, and okay, we can do it. When do we do it? Well, it, as soon as you want to. And, and you uh, had a two-day-old baby. Had a two-day-old baby, and grandma was going to be speaking at a women's aglow in uh, an hour from there. And so the four of us went down. She spoke. Uh, and then we went, whatever, got a motel, and the next day, um, at the prearranged time, at a McDonald's, walked in, and here's this lady sitting across the table. Um, crazy. It was awkward. Um, having After getting to know her, she's not real outgoing, uh, maybe a little bit awkward socially and, and somewhat, and... Uh, but so he introduced us and we sat, we sat, I can remember it yet. He sat on the, at the end of the table to my left and she sat directly across from me and my sister. And so we sat down and started making conversation. And the, the awkward part of it was eased. Delight, you had your part because you were there. There was something other than what we were here for to talk about mm-hmm. yes and that so, is so nice yeah it seriously was. sometimes babies are really helpful for that in awkward situations yeah mm-hmm. yeah it, it definitely it just it eased the whole thing and uh and i don't know what how long but somewhere's 20 minutes to yeah probably about 20 minutes into the conversation uh he said well i can see this is you know this is going well i'm gonna leave you guys to to talk and and uh whatever and we thanked him and and uh and he left he left i would have been so curious good for him to be so uh 
I'll excuse myself. I would have been like, all right, I'm going to watch the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> That's great. When I watch, there's the, the one adoption show that I've watched where they're, they're putting families together. Uh-huh. They do all the background. They meet everybody. They get it all arranged. And as they're walking up to the people meeting, the, the host bows out yeah. at that point and lets them, they meet privately, obviously not privately because there's, there's a, a camera. camera there. And a cameraman running the camera, of course. right? Right. But uh, and they're mic'd and all that kind of thing. But I'm like, uh, if this was my show, I would be making the introduction. <laughs> and I would be a part of this this process. Yeah, it's okay. so but, cool. But yeah, it was, it, and it was, it was still, it was, it you know, talking to her and back and forth, and it just, you know, it's one of those things. And you meet somebody new, it's there's an awkwardness to a degree at some point, but. Um, Right. So, yeah. And so we're talking and, uh, you know, my sister said, well, um, she said, let's go. Let's go to Friendly's. My daughter works there and uh, we'll go. I think we went and had probably had lunch. I think I don't remember even what time of day it was. It was, was it like we'll meet and see how it goes. And then if we decide, then we'll go to Friendly's. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Like a date. Yeah. <laughs> So we went. Start with coffee, and then we'll have dinner. Got to meet my, uh, got to meet my niece, and uh, because she was a waitress there, and uh, so yeah, that was that was cool. They, uh, we spent as much time with them as we could, Um, and it, it was us reaching out. It wasn't them reaching out. It was me making the pursuit. Um, mm-hmm. Do you yeah. remember your feelings like that first day, like what you were thinking or feeling? Um, or? I don't remember a lot other than just uh, just thoroughly enjoying the moment and and uh, you so know cool. the newness and you know meeting my sister's husband and her kids and and uh, you know asking as I would think about it, you know asking questions and that kind of thing. Um, so this was would have been in September. We were there that year. We went down and had Christmas with them, took gifts, and they wow. gave gifts. And So, wait, literally you went when Delight was not even a month old? Uh, she wasn't 10 days old. Whoa. The That's first amazing. time you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think. I, I mean, maybe she was. I don't know. It was, Mom would was, know all the details, Yeah, right? she would know those <laughs> yeah, details. Yeah. But that was within the first couple of weeks of, of you being born, I yeah. believe. Wow. Because then um, Grandma Ruth came to my baby dedication. Right. So my parents came from Florida because dad did the baby dedication. And uh, I remember that moment. We're in the kitchen. Uh, Mom and dad are in there. And uh, Ruth came in and Sue came in. And um, now you're going to make me cry (laughs) if we start crying. I've already got tears in my eyes. It's just such a different, like, now I'm the mom. I'm the adoptive mom, you know. So it's such a different perspective even then my, my whole life i have a story i'll tell but I keep telling yeah um so <clears throat> my mom said to my mom <laughs> <laughs> she said oh so you're the lady responsible for our curtis she, she named me curtis so she got to call me curtis <laughs> um everyone else calls you kurt right and uh, some do um so yeah and that was that was uh that was a whole process. Them coming, uh, they were smokers. We didn't really didn't want smokers 
people smoking in the house and you know it's just uh, that funny stuff. life there's always life there's you always, have to there's deal there's always stuff you know but no it was great and we actually have it we have that that on video we have yeah. that baby de- dedication on video and and them being together and of course pictures and yeah that's so. the part that um like i obviously i we videoed a lot like we documented memories a lot in our family and like i probably watched that who knows how many times growing up you know my baby dedication like which is just a time when it was a church with my grandpa who was a pastor and our pastor and just kind of a time when the parents just say okay lord this baby is yours and yeah kind of a big deal because they came grandma grandpa came all the way from florida and then this time obviously grandma ruth came anyway but we have that on video so i watched it a lot of times but then just a few years ago i watched it um it was before harrison was born but i was suddenly like watching it from the perspective of grandma chrisman like she's the mom and watching like grandma ruth coming i don't know i don't think we have when they met right on video that's not on video but what i remember what i remember is at my dedication though they're both there and so we videoed crazy things back then i love it now i love seeing but the video must have just been playing and it's like after the dedication is over and you're just taking pictures like Mm -hmm. you and me and mom and Mm -hmm. you and whatever and then you can hear you say i need a picture with my mom's this is what makes you cry. I don't know why. Just because it's it's also amazing, I think. And I think for me, like, amazing that I can, like, parent a child that someone else, mm-hmm. like, did all that and was willing to give me that gift, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just powerful. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe I shouldn't wear makeup today. And <laughs> <laughs> anyway. And, Glad I didn't. Um, <laughs> oh, brother. Anyway, and you say, I need a picture with my moms. And they both come up. And you take a picture, you know, with both of them. And anyway, and then it gets funny because then Grandma Zara says, well, hey, I'm your mom, too. And then she gets into <laughs> and I just anyway, I love it. But just just that. Like, to me, like that's adoption done right. You know, like my grandma, like grandma wasn't grandma wasn't offended that your biological mom was there. You know, like she obviously she was your mom. There wasn't from looking, I don't know the, you know, who knows what her feelings right, were, right. but and we never, we'll never know. But I will say this, this is, this was, uh, this was very important to me because my parents were my parents. They loved me. Uh, they, they raised me. They, you know, invested their lives into me. And, um, so when I decided that I wanted to pursue meeting her sure. um, before I did anything, I called them and I said, hey, I really would like to meet my mom, and but I don't want to, I don't want to offend you guys, and um, I don't want to hurt you guys. And so um, I re- literally I put the ball in their court and I said, if, if, it's, if it's not something you want for me, I won't do it. I'll just drop it right now. Yeah. And I would have. I, I would have just walked away from it. Wow. And, you know, 
maybe now I would have started pursuing and she'd have been she'd have been dead and gone so yeah so and they, what did they say obviously oh, I mean, we were, know but right yeah they were they were like yeah no go ahead that's they had no problem with that whatsoever and uh i think knowing knowing uh mom my lois you know uh, i'm i think she was you know she stu- stood a little closer to me she was Sure. Oh, I I remember thinking that, and yeah, because this was her baby, and, right. and uh, you know, but yeah, that's you know, and I and I, I mean, I don't blame her. I uh, I understand that. Sure, I understand that. You know, it's just, uh, but yeah, it was it was really cool, and it's neat to have that part of the story. Um, you know, there's so many that don't have the connection of the two parents and or um you know there's just so many different dynamics you know where people want to keep things private and quiet and all of that and yeah. i've never been that way i don't like to keep things i figure what i got you know right the world should know the world the world can know yeah and i think that there's just something about that the security of that, like of knowing like who she was. And I think that it doesn't always, even sometimes meeting your biological parents, like it doesn't mean then that not everyone meets them and then has even relationship with them. But there's something about just, I don't know, acknowledging that somehow or something. And I think that, um, you know, an adoption training, like these days they talk a lot about just the importance of that, like as the adoptive parents acknowledging the biological parents and letting it be something that's not like scary for the kids to, to approach or have a conversation about or whatever. Right. And let them being open and being comfortable with that. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm secure in who I am. So like with Harrison, we just always want to acknowledge his first parents and, and like honor them, I guess. And I think sometimes there can be a tendency because adoption often comes like from loss and hard places. I mean, it's always, there's always loss, but hard things, you know, the reason that a child needs to be placed for adoption is because there is, something hard going on in some kind of right. trauma. And so I think there could be a tendency to highlight that part of it, but I think it's our job kind of to to honor them for choosing life and for just the love that they do have for the child and then yeah, I just think that's a good foundation for them to have as far as for the security and probably for you dad when because your parents always acknowledged adoption and it was just always a part of you. And like you said, you know, you thought you were special, extra special or whatever. <laughs> and, but I'm sure that that is part of why you were always pretty secure is probably partly because they just acknowledged that it was never a hidden thing. And I, th- I do think though, I think this is, this has been good for me, this process, even, even just talking here has raised my level of appreciation for 
her and th- that mm-hmm. she made a choice um, to give me up and and uh, and just taking a closer look again at how all the stuff that she was going through right at that point was uh, yeah it just it was not an easy thing for her and actually I just just read uh, um, uh, a messaging feed that I have back and forth with my uh, with uh, half brother and um, he said how it was it was very difficult thing for her to even talk about hmm. I mean they never knew about it until they were as far as I know until they were adults and she just it was not something she liked talking about because she didn't feel you know just because of the pain and all that yeah anyway so yeah definitely yep. important to honor them at whatever whatever level and whatever you know whatever they were able to bring to the table i mean yep for sure and now i mean especially in this day and age i think so often abortion is an obvious choice and so it's yeah it's it's an easy one it's even though we know that that's not an easy road for the woman but it appears i think to be an easy choice well it's a much easier initial choice obviously because what you have the initial thing of what you have to consider is is uh minimal as far as time and and all that obviously we know it's a can be a lifelong lifelong thing of having to work it out yeah Mm -hmm. and uh Lots you of know, pain. It's like the <laughs> thing I saw recently, you know, life is hard, choose your hard. You know, which hard are you going? Right. So when you met her, did did you ask about your father? Yep. I did. And um, b- without getting into a... a a bunch there's there's a bunch of stories and I say a bunch there's there's three different stories that surface and there's one that seems consistent but she did not know who he was and uh, it wasn't a good situation and uh, and so um, because she said I don't know who he is for me there was no place to go you know right um, you know, look around the area and look for people that look like me. But, right. Uh, <laughs> which she might not have even known his name. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, so yeah, it was definitely was a, it was a closed door, for sure. Or so we thought. <laughs> right. It was a closed door, but you did, you did have like you know, a time where you had a suspicion of someone, and then that ended up not being it. You know, like about a right. year or so, year or two ago. Right. Right, and I can. I'll, I'll just talk real briefly about that. Um, my parents had a suspicion of who it was, which which I held on to that for a long time, and kind of I looked into that, and there was definitely parts of that what that could have been, um, you know, there there was things that validated their suspicion. Um, and I had determined in my heart that because I knew this person that they suspected. And so 
and I actually became friends with him on Facebook. And so at one point I just determined I'm going to, at some point I'm going to sit down with him and just shoot straight, ask the question, Yeah. Uh, which I had the opportunity about three years ago and uh, sat down with him one-on-one, awkward as it was, and said, so what's the chances you're my dad? And he, uh, he said, no, I'm not. And, and looking, I, I was really, I was prepared, obviously, because I was going to ask the question to not just hear his answer, but to, if it was a no, to try and really read his face and his body language. Right. And I came away convinced, absolutely, that no, he was not. And, and that was fine. I was able to rest in that and I was able to put off my, you know, the suspicions that were fed me and, and, yep. uh, and that I had developed also. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. But you still wondered. Yeah. Not about him, but right. I'm just saying in general. Right. Well, yeah. So in the back of your mind, cause there is somebody out there that is a part of you and you, you know, I, my experience from myself and other watching other, uh, you know, kids that were adopted is you are not going to get away from two questions. Who's my mother? Who's my father? You know, you can, you can say, I don't really want to know, but I would question that because it's, it's in you. It's in you. Yeah. The strong pull of sitting down for the first time with her. And it was all I could do to not reach across the table and touch her. Because there in front of me was my flesh and blood. Yeah. And it was just, it was, it was literally was, I was just, I was holding my hands back because I just so much wanted to touch her. And I am a, I'm a touchy feely person anyway. So yeah, when I finally did get to, you know, it was a little, it was a little different because she was not a touchy feely person. Okay. (laughs) Um, you know, which is fine. We're all, we're all different. And, uh, um, but yeah. It was good. Yeah. Okay. Did you at least hug her or anything? Did you touch her at all? Yeah. I can't remember. Maybe you even said that earlier. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, we we did. I mean, when we, I, you know, because we left, we left that restaurant. Oh, yes. 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 So I think there was a, I think there was some kind of an exchange, you know. Yeah. Right. But, Yeah. But definitely it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the way I, she wasn't the way I would be, Yeah, you know, which was fine. Totally. Yeah. So from my perspective then, you know, we had, you had some relationship with her through the years. She, maybe what, 15 years did you before she passed away? Or was I a little older than that? 15 to 20 years maybe? Yeah, yeah, probably 20 years. You're so old now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was like, that wasn't that long ago. Well, I know. I know. Yeah, about 20 years that I knew her. And we did. We went back and forth some less and less as the years went on, um, which was not by my choice. It was more by her choice. But, but And, I mean, obviously, <clears throat> you add four kids and your life gets busier. And sure. We don't do as much stuff. But yeah, yeah. But I would have. I would have. As much as what was reciprocated, I would have, you know, mm-hmm. kept perpetuating that relationship. So, um, yeah. So what I was going to say is from my perspective, like you always, there was still a question 
I guess, in my in your mind. You still were always wondering or wishing for even little more bits and pieces of your story. Right. And as far as uh as far as who my dad was, um it it, it was there, but it wasn't it wasn't a driving like to find her that was something that grew and grew and grew in me Mm -hmm. and to you know to figure out who he was because initially I never even thought about who my father was like like it was like a it was like a second thought oh yeah well there's a there's (laughs) obviously has to be a dad somewhere right but so I think the fact that it was dead in the water from what she said it just never it never surfaced at all to the degree you know that it was to find her right so so yeah let uh, we can talk about that fast forward to december of 2019 and uh, my son-in-law jordan had my name for christmas and i had said something during the year that i should get one of those dna test kits sometime and just see you know if anything comes up if anything comes up and uh so typically what do you you know what do you get an old guy for for christmas you get him something obscure if you can ever find it which is hard to do without Mm -hmm. spending thousands of dollars so um so uh he gave me a dna test kit for christmas um i have many old guys we have our chair that we sit in i set that thing off to the left side of my chair kind of behind it and uh i was you know i was interested definitely in doing it but didn't do anything with it until um february somewhere yeah close to february and finally decided well i'm gonna open this thing up and spit in the cup and see what happens so (laughs) so i did and uh, and shall we add that I put it in the mailbox for you? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, I showed him the original video of somebody who had done that and found their biological oh, father. Wouldn't yeah. that be cool? Yeah. So. So go. yeah, put it in and and uh, I I mean it wasn't again it wasn't forefront on my mind because. Like you didn't have much hope that it would actually yeah. bring. And when it did come back, um, there was a first cousin who I reached out to, said hello. He said hello back. We didn't really go any further than that. Uh, there was a second cousin that I reached out to, didn't didn't get a response. And then there was multiple layers of people that were, you know, that were related that uh, you know, I'm I'm never going to reach out to at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so fast forward to the end of February, we go to uh, we're in Pittsburgh. Uh, Jordan is having surgery, and we're down there. And um, I'm going to come back. Uh, this is on March first, which which was a Sunday, uh, I believe. And I was coming back. Um, so that I could be there for work and um, <clears throat> Delight stayed with with Jordan and Delight 
in Pittsburgh, so I'm home alone, which is a very rare thing for me. And uh, Good job, Dad. March 1st was a Sunday. It was. <laughs> You're fact-checking as yeah, we're recording? I, I sure am. That's good. Um, so I drove that day. I was very tired, and I rarely go to bed before 11.30 midnight, and it's 9 o'clock, and I was like, I'm, I'm going to go to bed. I'm tired. <clears throat> Grabbed my phone, looked at Facebook, and there's a couple messages on there. And the first one was a was something junk, and I deleted it. And I was ready to delete the second one. And because it was it was a young girl, there was a picture of a young girl with the with the message and i thought is this somebody soliciting me what's you know what is this and i'm ready to hit delete as i'm kind of skimming what was what the message was and all of a sudden i was like wait a minute what did i just read and so then i went back and i read it word for word okay this is a message from somebody in california and I'm going to skip parts of it because I don't want to give out names. Um, says, I know this might be a little weird, but my mother is married to a man named. And we just did a DNA test, and it said that you were his son. Just wanted to reach out to you. If you have any questions, feel free to ask. Thank you for your time. And okay, so you get that message, get and that what it and what is your initial like thought or response? Right. There's also there's also a picture of him. So the photo, I'm looking at the photo, and to me it doesn't. I mean, the person I see least in the world is me. Right, of course. I don't stand in front of the mirror. I don't comb my hair in front of the mirror. I do nothing in front of the mirror ever. So. What I look like, I have no clue. <laughs> I really can't tell you. So I'm looking at this person, and um, yeah, it just doesn't doesn't uh, click for me. Right, not at all. <laughs> all right, Augie. <laughs> but however, other people feel different about that. Um, so I my initial thing was like, um wasn't real i mean i wasn't it didn't okay you didn't believe it it didn't floor me and i didn't necessarily believe it it was i'm not a reactor to things mm -hmm. i purposefully try not to react to things if as much as possible um so i went right into question mode and so i wrote back and said um how old is this person i am searching for my father and i'd like to talk message me um <clears throat> so they gave me uh his his uh, birth date and age and then she asked or she said he he had no idea he had a son can i ask what your birthday your birthday and what's your mother's name and i wanted to control the questions so i asked back and i just said um you know, when did you set, send the message? And she respond. And then I said. Um, Wait, when did you send the message? Right back. No, no, no. You said, when did you send the message? Oh, when did you send this message? Because I hadn't oh, okay. seen. I you hadn't didn't know the date. Wrote. Oh, because it was in your like 
It was in my. It was in the weird messages that, of like people that are requesting, right? People that are requesting to message you, where sometimes you don't see those. You have to like look for them. Okay. Either way. I am because I knew I knew where I was conceived. Right. Okay. And this person's in California. And so. Right. You're kind of like yeah. Right. uh, Yeah. You're in California. You're kind of a long ways away for any of that kind of stuff. So. I said, where, you know, did did he live anywhere before California? And she wrote back and said, yeah, he lived in New York. Talks about it all the time. So I was like, oh, now, now things, my, you know, my emotions are starting to ramp up at that point because definitely I'm from New York. So I said, well, where where was he from in New York? Because I, I was pretty clear the area that I was conceived in. So <clears throat> so I said, you know, where was he from in New York? And uh, the area that I grew up in was Southern Tier, uh, Steuben County, um, in, in that area. And so, um, so she didn't know where he was from in New York. So she said, let me check with know with my mom and find that out and so yeah I put down you know find out town and county um, so when she came back and told me the exact town that was probably the town that I was conceived in or within 10 miles I was like game over it's him. It's him. I, I, you know, I just was absolutely convinced at that moment. I didn't need to see his test results. I didn't, you know, to me that was like, okay. Right. He's from New York. She just named the town. Um, right. And obviously you knew you had done the DNA test. Like DNA is DNA. And <clears throat> DNA don't lie, they say. So, long story short, uh, I'll say this and then I'll, I'll back up to give you some of the, the feelings of the thing. Long story short, in less than an hour, I was talking to my father on the phone, um, which was absolutely crazy. crazy. It was absolutely crazy. Um, now, I'm, I've said it that way, but just to draw you into the emotions of the moment, um, as soon as she said the town and, you know, in, everything inside of me started exploding. Yeah. Um, I'm home alone. I called Corwin and I just said, I think what I said to him was, everything's fine. I think I just found my father. I need you to come over. I just felt like I needed, which is really odd for me because I just. Right. But so, yeah, he he jumped in the car and and uh, came right over. And I was I, yeah, I was I was beside myself at that point. I was like, this is just this is through the roof. I can't I can't believe this is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Were you, did you go to August? Mm-hmm. Yeah, eventually? he called me and Christian then, too. Yep. And we, yep. we went to yep. called yeah. Augie, called and he was like, yeah, he was yeah, so remember? I mean, yeah, you were just like. So 
I don't know. Yeah, you just were different than I've ever seen you in my entire life. I would say. What like, did he say when he called me? He said, "I'm I'm spooked." I'm or shook. something. I'm, I'm shook. shook. That's what oh, it was. I'm shook said? to the core. He said, "I'm shook." I'm like, shook. cause yeah. yeah, it's. Well, you're going. It's one of those. <laughs> there's a principle in scriptural scripture that says, "And suddenly God," and this was this was and suddenly moment for sure. Yeah. Because I was going to bed so that I could get up and work for the week and. Boom. Yeah. I wasn't sleeping for a few hours that night. No, no, it was, uh, that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so August came, Christian came and, um, got on the phone with Delight and mom Yep. and, and Jordan, um, and Jordan. And then we talked to her. We talked to this right. The so we talked to his stepdaughter wife. or whatever. Oh, first we did right. The girl who called. Okay, you the girl who messaged you. Yes, was yep. her. We talked to her. Yep, and um, and then so then we talked to her mom, who would be his wife. Right, talked to his wife, and uh, he was sleeping. They had they had tried to wake him up. I think maybe and and uh, and then I all of a sudden I heard. In the background, I heard a man's voice. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. And so she said, oh, he's up now. So and I said, can I talk to him? And uh, Crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. Nice. I mean, it was the, the again, the feelings of meeting her just you know we're all different your biological mom you my, mean my, my biological mom yeah <coughs> um she was i would say she was reticent in the whole process what um, does that mean oh she <laughs> yeah, she just she like just holding she, back right, okay right she was not unsure <laughs> i've watched a lot of adoption reunions. stories uh-huh. and i've watched a lot of reunions and the reunions that that obviously the reunions that get put on the air are made to sell right shows and right. so they are they are tugging at the emotions of course and with her there was not emotions at all <clears throat> so um with him um he was not at all holding anything back he was like oh would love to meet you and you know, come, we've got extra bedrooms. You can come and stay and we'll, you mm-hmm. know, get to know each other and watch TV together. <laughs> and, uh, um, yep. yeah, it was, it was, uh, it and was a very different feel. It was a very different feel. Very yeah. welcoming, very welcoming feel. Right. And he had, he didn't ever know about you and he, he, he didn't necessarily remember your biological mom. Right. No, Am I right about no, that? No. As far as we know, he, no, no, no recollection. Um, he said a couple cute things. I feel like I remember, like, like, well, they tell me you're my son, or, or yeah, I hear we're related, or something. Something yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I feel like we probably have that conversation recorded somewhere, maybe. But he's um, obviously older. You're almost sixty. He's yep. in his eighties. Yep. Eighty-three. Yep. Just turned eighty-three yep. in November. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, um, so also. Uh, he was his uh, his first wife had passed 
he remarried. Um, and so also f finding out that there was him. Um, I have two uh, younger sisters, half sisters. And uh, so I actually, um, because of COVID, have not been able to meet any of them face to face, but have met them all uh, via phone and, and the internet and, and, uh, and have developed somewhat of a relationship back and forth and, you know, reach out to them at birthdays and Thanksgiving and that kind of thing. Yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, so it's neat. We were, we were in process of trying to get together and then travel restrictions and all that happened. So um, that's a little, I mean, I'm not, I'm not majorly frustrated with that, but it, it is a frustration because it would have, I'd have been on a plane within, within a week to 10 days. I'd have been on a plane and been, been there. Right. To go see them. So yeah, we were all yeah, looking it at literally tickets. happened. Yeah, Everything was, shut down like within yeah. two weeks of that. Yeah. Yep. You finding out. Yeah. It was all happening at the same time. So, so yeah. at this point I'm just, I just have to be content and rest in, what it is and and hope that things you know open up we can travel and mm -hmm. see what happens with those with those uh relationships looking forward to that and he does look a lot like him <laughs> the other day i was going through i was scrolling through facebook and i'm friends with his wife on facebook and i was scrolling through and i thought the picture was dad That's and then so i like screenshot it and sent it to our family it was like oh my goodness yeah it's crazy yeah i i could see for sure that it definitely looks like he'd be his son right oh, yeah. and and other other people that i've showed the picture to um actually have had people that i i just all i did was held the picture out to them people that knew mm -hmm. me and uh one of them said oh that's a nice picture of you that's not you that's much older than you that's funny. Said, yeah, that's my dad. Mm -hmm. yeah, I did that too with some people. Yeah, and they and they were like, "Yeah, it's Kurt," or it's. Yeah, I sent it to Brianna and said, "Do you know this guy?" And she's like, "I don't think so." And then like, I don't know. Yeah. it wasn't long, and she was like, "Yeah, wait a minute, did your dad find his dad?" <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think it's cool. Like to me, <clears throat> obviously, it's all the, all the way around. It's a cool story and a cool just whatever obviously you like we said in your f the first story like you didn't you didn't have to have that to be complete you were fulfilled without you know what I mean you didn't need to know that or meet him or whatever but there was something in you that was that did desire that I think and mm -hmm. I think God you know he knows our desires and it's just cool that he fulfilled that desire before mm -hmm. yeah before he died or you know whatever right. and i think i love to look at stories and look at the places where god is obviously working even more than we know like i just it was cool to me that he had received that for christmas that dna kit right, right. you which, both which had. we really didn't talk about that the he yeah we both got the dna for Christmas. Right. And the same 
like the same Christmas. Like who? Same exact Christmas. Yeah. And it it's not like it matters. You could have had it two years before, and then in two years found out. But it's just like, and to me, even when we gave that to you, like. I don't know. I think that there was a, a small part of it that was like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if it somehow, you know, led to him finding his biological dad. But at the same time, I'm like, in a lot of ways, these are kind of trendy. And so I'm like, this guy's easily in his 80s. There's no way he's out buying DNA kits, you know, like, but right. He, but because of whatever they had it, it bought, bought one for him. Yeah, and that's, was a, bought for him. you know, like, hey, what else do you get him? You know, so. Right. And. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I just right. love their motive because th- there was no, there was no me in any of their minds whatsoever. Right. But it was, well, you know, you can, you can know your, the, the motive was he can know his history. Yeah. Well, found out more history. He found out some history. Which I've read some articles about this whole like DNA kit trend and how many like, family secrets have been uncovered because of them like it's really crazy but um yeah i think like that i started to say that when we bought it like obviously there was a small part of like wouldn't that be cool if that happened but it kind of seemed like you know very unlikely but i just think i think that's why it shocked me really was oh my goodness this is this is the stuff that they make stories out of. <laughs> Call the cameras. <laughs> Call the news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I just think it's cool and God God had it planned out. And right. I believe that. I believe right. That. Like I love that he used that kit to make it happen. Yeah. Because how else would have it happened? Like right. yeah. There's no there is there's no, no possible way. way. I mean there is there is no yeah. other way. Um, except that, you know, you, you both ended up in the same place and started swapping stories, maybe. But even then, right. the chances of, of that are, are just, you know, right. our stories, our stories, our stories fit in reality, but it would, but have, seemed, it would have seemed like fiction. Reality right. is stranger than fiction, they say. <laughs> yeah. And this is for sure. Right. But you didn't, you didn't have a name. He didn't know he had a son, you know, and none, exactly. there wasn't. Right. Yeah. Right. Nothing. So, yeah, it's crazy. I love it. And, yeah, it's just fun to hear. Of course, I love all those kind of stories. And, yeah, there's just something about it, a cool thing. Yeah, it's amazing. Can't wait till we get to meet him. Yes. Hopefully let's, soon. Let's go to California. California. We're all ready. We, come right back we never we thought started. we'd ever get Dad to California. Because he never had any interest, but now we're going to be I literally young. have all my life said, I have no desire to go west. Don't want to ever go to Hawaii, and I don't want to go west. Isn't that funny? It's it just, is funny. It's it's always been a thing with me, yeah. Grandma Chrisman is still, is still around, and she lives in North Carolina. They lived with you for... Two and a half years. I... Love talking stories about my life, things I've learned. Um, uh, the the I feel like there's a whole there's a whole lot of stories that I would love to tell, things that I've experienced, and and so you know I've thought about this since since the first uh, interview, and just some of the stuff in my own spiritual life that I think that I've learned and would love to love to be able to share with people. So. 
I think he's trying to get us uh, to if, ask uh, him to come back uh, again. If I, could, I know. You know, you know, I don't want to beg to come back three more times, but. <laughs> well, we'll definitely have to have you back after you go and meet him. We'll take you anytime. Sure. <laughs> we'll just do a whole month long. <laughs> oh, go run, run, run. The Kurt, the Kurt series. <laughs> well, for sure. We would love to have you back. And we appreciate you being here and sharing the those stories. I love hearing it. Me too. I think I already said that, but you could hear it a million times. <laughs> pretty exciting. I think it's pretty cool. And I was always, I don't know, I don't know how you felt, but I was always really, really wanting to know who his dad was. I don't know why. Like I, more than I feel like my other siblings ever talked about, because I was just like, I have another grip out there, and I want to meet him, and if he's, <laughs> yeah, like I want to know about it. Like it really. Not not like it would bug me to my dying days, but still, like, yeah. So it, it was really fulfilling for me, well, too, to you're know. You're like me. We yeah. Love, we love a good mystery. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm like that, too. I think for me, I always felt like Dad wondered. You know, like he's saying, it's not like he was, he was thinking about it every day, but he definitely expressed the desire to know who that person was. And so even when Harrison was born... And at first we didn't know about, like, we didn't know who his biological dad was, but then we had the opportunity to meet him. And I was so thankful for that. I was thankful for that because, because of dad, like I, I said, you know, like, like my dad is almost 60 years old and still wondering who that man is. And it felt like a gift to be able to give Harrison just to know right from the beginning. And we have a picture of them both. And even if they never hear from them, they never meet, they never anything like I can tell him without a shadow of a doubt, like he loved you. She loved you. And that just felt like a gift to be able to give that. And part of that for me was because of knowing dad desired that, you know? So yeah, mm-hmm. it's so special. It's so yeah, wonderful. So August, I'm glad. That got fulfilled for you. <sighs> Thank you. <sighs> I think too, just along that line. I think too uh, that it'll be a, um, it'll be an opportunity for me, if he gets to a point ever of, of just of questioning or just reiterating the fact that I know, after having met my my mom, that just how much how hard it was and how much she loved me and did not want to give me up. You know, and just right. the, the value of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Well, what's good about today, Dad? Well, (laughs) I thought you were trying to like slip in there quick and say it before I did. Oh, no, I just, you looked at me, so I thought. (laughs) You can say it, I don't care. No, it's fun. It's Christmas time and it's snowing outside. Hallelujah. Makes a difference. I can't imagine living in places where. You sing about snow, and you don't experience snow. And then um, I will be very glad in about three weeks to see the snow go away and not come back the rest of the winter. Yeah, but that won't happen. <laughs> no, it doesn't happen around here. Someone said the other day, I am I would be good to have it until January 1st, and then it can go. And I said, I'm fine with it even all the way till March 1st. It's March and April uh, full of snow that I don't appreciate Sometimes much. May. May 12th, we had yeah. like a lot of snow. Yeah, May 15th, we did recently too. Had a snowstorm. That's ridiculous. Oh, it was May 15th. Man, I thought I was so close. No, that was a couple years ago. 
Oh, okay. Last year. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying. I know, halfway through May. Yes. One of my YouTube farmers that I watch is from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And when spring comes, for them. In February. It's spring. And they're starting to experience, you know. Hey, I love it. I love the dragging out because it just makes it that much more special. You know, like once spring actually is here yeah. by like June, you know. It's definitely very special. <laughs> Sound effects by Atlas today. Yeah, and <laughs> Harrison and Ilian. <laughs> yeah, and Atlas is actually doing some renovation work here in the kitchen <laughs> and uh, re revamping things and all of that. All right. There is still time to record um, on your phone, on your voice memo recorder, whatever that looks like for you, and email it to it's a good day podcast mail at gmail.com or text it to 315 286 8342. Just a little message about Christmas, a tradition you love, a memory, a story. It can be pretty much anything. A Christmas song. Sure. Sure. Bring it on. To. Uh, go in our christmas episode time is winding down but there is still time so we would love to hear from we still have a little bit of space left if you want to be in it we do all right goodness have have a a good good day day.